Hi, I'm Eileen Coombs, and today's leadership quote is from Brene Brown. What we know matters, but who we are matters more. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. The Leader Assistant Podcast is brought to you by Goody. If you're starting to think about holiday gifts for your team like I am, Goody is a game changer. They have amazing gifts that people will really love, including brands that give back to charitable causes. As a longtime executive assistant, I've always been nervous about holiday gifting season. But thankfully, Goody's platform lets you send one gift or hundreds at the same time without ever worrying about shipping details. Can I get an amen? With Goody, your gift recipients provide all their shipping info, and they can even swap out your gift for another option if they prefer. It's free to start gifting, and you can get a $20 credit when you sign up. Oh, and if you mention you heard about Goody from the Leader Assistant Podcast, Goody will add an extra $10 credit to your account. Go to leaderassistant.com slash Goody to start gifting today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows, and this is episode 193. You can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 193. That's leaderassistant.com slash 193. And today, I have the privilege of speaking with two amazing uh, former assistants, mostly former assistants, uh, and business leaders at Delegate Solutions. So Eileen Coombs and Emily Morgan. Eileen and Emily, thank you for being on the show. So happy to be here. Awesome. Well, I'm going to kind of jump back and forth and ask you each kind of different questions. But let's start with you, Emily. Tell us a little bit about uh, first, where, what city are you in? And uh, a little bit about how you ended up being in an assistant back in the day. Oh, <laughs> um, so I'm in Philadelphia and I started my professional career, I guess, when I was in college. And one of the interesting parts of my story is that um, I lived in Alaska for a few years and um, I was I did a year of college up there and I was wanting to come back to Philadelphia. I got a job at the University of Pennsylvania, where I ultimately graduated from. And while I was going to school there, I was working there full time and I was working as an assistant. So I was supporting lots of different deans and, you know, executive level, um, you know, um, staff and stuff at the university. And um, I got to go to school there for free. So I was able to get an Ivy League degree for free. Um, and learned that I was really great at admin work. And I really discovered, you know, my own heart for helping others and supporting others. And so that's always been where I come back to professionally. Nice. What was your, you said you lived in Alaska. How long? Three years. Three years. What was uh, your favorite part about Alaska? Um, 
the energy up there, you know, it's different kind of people and they sort of live life on their own terms. So like as an entrepreneur, I was like naturally drawn to that. I think Um, the scenery doesn't hurt either, but I don't miss the cold. Although here in Philly, it gets cold too. So yeah, just like totally different way of life up there. Nice. Did you hang out in any igloos? I lived in Anchorage, so it was right on the water. Um, And then part of the time I was there was on an island called Kodiak, which is like a temperate rainforest climate, believe it or not. So Mm. very damp. It's south. It's so Alaska is like a big head with a beard coming off and Kodiak's kind of down here. Nice. Awesome. I've I've always wanted to go there. My dad got to go a long time ago and it's on my bucket list. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, let's switch over to Eileen. Eileen, tell us about what city you're in and how did you become an assistant back in the day? So I am based in Raleigh, North Carolina. So a little bit of ways from Emily. Um, but my first assistant role was as a college student working in um for a department at my university, I almost got fired from it because I wasn't proactive enough because I didn't know. Um, so it was a good learning experience. Um, but I really didn't step into a formal executive assistant role till I joined the team at Delegate Solutions. Part of that, I'd worked in higher education and I had assistants who reported to me, but I wasn't the assistant. Um, and I ended up there because I needed a change, um, to create a better life work balance for myself. I had little ones. I wanted to be home more. Um, and I wanted to work virtually and knowing that I loved the administrative pieces of my roles at the university, it just made sense for me to take those skills and transfer them into an EA role. So it ended up being a really great fit. And almost eight years later, I'm still at the company. So, and I love that I, I hold on to one client still because I love the work I do for her. Um, and I think the work that assistants do, it, it matters. So. Nice. Nice. So switching back over to Emily, what is delegate solutions? How did the idea come about and why did you, yeah. Why did you launch the business? Yeah. So I mentioned I'm in Philly and I was, at one point commuting in and out of Philadelphia and really was about to have a child and was kind of like, all right, this is not going to work for me. This is not what I want for my life. Um, I wanted to have more flexibility. And so I was like on an interview with this woman, this random interview. And she was like talking about how she had a virtual assistant and I'd never heard of that. So I'm thinking to myself, wait a minute, like I could be an assistant and work at home. Like, what is this? And, um, So I'm pregnant and I'm Googling and learning and was like, hey, I could totally do this. So had my son and um, started Delegate within about six months and was working, I guess, part time being a mom and uh, starting the business. And it got so busy within about a year or so that I had to leave the job. The job came in as one of our first clients. Um, and then Penn came in as a client, like my old boss at UPenn. So if you read my book, like the first page of my book is dedicated to my boss at UPenn because he was like one of those people in your life who's like, you know, that person changed the trajectory of my life in like a really impactful way. So he's one of them because he gave me a chance when I was in Alaska, gave me a great job at Penn when I moved back home. So that's how it all started. It was really 
out of my own sort of selfish need to create a better situation for myself and my son. Nice. And around what year was this that you started? 2007. So it was like right as the recession was starting. And um, I always say like Delegate was born in a recession. And I feel like we'll do fine if there is a recession, because I think people need what we do in either type of economy. So you either can't find talent or you can't afford talent. And so we kind of fall as a catch-all in the middle of that. Wow. So that was that was actually before the whole, well, that was long before, in a lot of ways, the whole remote work trend. So yeah. was that, did you find that you were having to convince people that remote work was okay? Oh my goodness. Endless soapboxing, um, endless having to explain, advocate for, um, you know, until like maybe a few years ago, you would say virtual assistant, nobody knew what that meant. Right. And then COVID happened. And then suddenly it just changed everything. And for us, it really impacted us because our team is mostly moms. And so now they had kids home, which we sort of had to adapt to. And then um, it changed our talent pipeline a little bit also. But it was just this transformational moment for um, virtual companies in general. I think like we were already so far ahead of everyone because we had already built the company to run this way. This is really interesting. So when did you start realizing, okay, you know, you said it got busy. When were you like, oh crap, I need help. Like I need to hire, <laughs> I need to hire more people. I need to build a team. I'm assuming it was just you at first, right? Yeah. I mean, I was, my story is I was raised by teachers. I have an English degree. I knew nothing about entrepreneurship, nothing about business. And I barely knew how to be an assistant. It's just what career path I had like followed. So it was, it was a really interesting time because I was like sort of discovering myself in a way because I'm like getting really entrepreneurial. At that point, I was like um, going through a divorce a few years later. So it was like a really pivotal time in my life to sort of rise to the challenge of figuring this out because it was like how I was going to support myself. Um, and so like I would have subcontractors initially that were working with me that were like other virtual assistants. And that's how we that's how we started. That's where we came from. And then a few years into running the company, I went to the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program. And in that program, I really started to understand that, okay, there's a really specific way that we do what we do. We want to be able to ensure people do it the way that we envision it. And the only way to do that is to have employees. So then we moved to this employee model and just been scaling out from there. So you had by employee, you mean W2 employees, not just a bunch of contracted assistants. Right. And I think, you know, we're the only firm that salaries full-time employees um, on our team. So most other firm models are like a matchmaker situation where they're like, oh, we're, we're going to find you the perfect assistant. Like that's not what we're selling. We're selling a proven delegation system with a great team that helps you implement it. Hmm. So when did Eileen come into the picture? Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification 
the first of its kind online course for aspiring and existing chiefs of staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a chief of staff style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus, and enroll today. If the company, my son is 16, so that's how I always know how old Delegate is. So Delegate is 15. So halfway through, Eileen, and Eileen's on our leadership team. So she helps make really strategic decisions about things like FTEs and how that's all going to work. And for a stretch of time, she was running the whole service department. So she's been like every seat within the company by myself. (laughs) I was going to say, how did you find her? She applied. I, as you're telling your story, I'm sitting here remembering interviewing you in your old job in the office, like totally flashback. Yep. I had my blazer on and I was in my office. <laughs> I was sitting in my office at the university. So, uh, so Eileen, how have you, how's the experience been and, and where did you, or when did you realize that? Okay. I'm, I'm a, I'm a leader in this organization or I have the opportunity to become a leader and, you know, yeah. When, how did that come to fruition in your career? I, um, so I probably naturally step up to certain things often. Um, and when I came to delegate, I was like, Nope, I'm just going to be an assistant. I have no, I had supervised a team of 20. I had a large staff at the university and I was like, Nope, I want no part of it. I just want to come in and do my job. <laughs> Um, because I was focused. I, w- I was a 1099 employee at Delegate at that point. I was only working part-time. I wanted to be able to balance things. Um, but I took I took naturally, t- I think, to the role. And then um, Emily and other members of our leadership team were asking me to share what I was doing with other members of our team. So I started creating little training videos and what have you, which is a really natural <laughs> Um, instinctual thing for me because I came out of an education background. I taught at the university. So I, that was a very natural thing for me. Um, so I started training our team um, and, and then it slowly progressed from there. And um, I went from team trainer um, training, every new trainee that came in and working with team members who might be struggling um, then running the service department. So overseeing our, our entire group of assistants and making sure our process was down and people were representing the company the way that we intended. Um, so it's been a fun journey and now I've shifted um, and I'm helping build our training area of the company to help with our ex- people that we're trading at an external level. So it's a lot of fun. I love that it brings my education background into it because that is a passion of mine. So I love teaching and mentoring and coaching. So yeah, tell us a little bit about what Delegate's doing as far as, are you training assistants? Are you training executives? Are you helping both? What's that look like? It's both. So we're focused on visionaries and their teams. So the business leaders and the teams they work with. Um, so we are bread and butter is delegation. We want to help create a culture of delegation across companies because we know that's what will help them grow and scale. Um, and so Emily's book kind of created the, the maybe formalized the foundation. We'd already had these tools in place, but it really brought them all together for us. And so we train um, 
We offer courses um, right now, primarily to business leaders um, on delegation. But then I've been doing a lot of um, team training and coaching for teams that want to improve how they're working together in that realm. And so we'll train on delegation. And then I would say sort of delegation adjacent topics, topics that really support their delegation journey. So time blocking, those kinds of things that have an impact. So We're also doing growth groups. Um, you can speak on that one, Eileen, a little bit too. Yeah, we just launched um, our, ele- so we have an elevated admin community, which is just like a free group that meets monthly. It's admins who support admins type of thing. Um, but we just launched what we're calling the Elevated Admin Growth Group. And so it is a group of um, assistants. We come together each month. It's a three-hour mastermind type setting where they can share ideas and learn from each other. But we always have some sort of training or learning topic as well that helps level up the skill sets that we're trying to um, live up to in our in, in our roles. So right now we're focused on the delegation journey in particular, but um, it's a it's a fun it's a fun group that we've just started. Awesome. And Emily, how did you, or when and how did you get the whole book idea? And <laughs> yeah, what was that whole process? I've, you know, I've written a book, so I know what it's like. I know how painful it is, but what was the impetus for writing a book? Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> um No, I mean, it was, we already, we've been always so content heavy. So like with my English background, you know, writing comes really naturally to me. And um, it was just a matter of sort of what kind of book do I want to write? What kind of format do I want it to be? And I did a program with Scribe and worked to um, put together the book with them. Um, I wrote the book, but they had this great program called guided author, which helped me sort of flesh out what the table of contents would be. And then, so then I went and wrote the book. Um, then they do the editing, the proofing, the cover design, layout, printing, the whole thing. Um, so I just had to write the book and then I did the audio book. I recorded that on my own, um, this summer. So now we have it in all different versions. Nice. Yeah. I actually used them as well. It was great to partner with them. Um, Scribe? Yeah. Scribe. Yep. Yep. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, you know, my a friend of mine had used them a few years ago and recommended, and it was so nice to just be able to focus on writing the book and let and them deal with all the other stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot, to, you know, to, to, if you don't have a resource like that, like it's just a lot of moving parts to figure out on top of like, I just want to write this book and get it out there, you know? Yeah. Cool. Well, how, so how big is your team now and how many, how many assistants are on your team and how many clients do you support? Um, we have about 50 employees right now. Um, and hundreds of clients. I don't know the exact number, but you know, we work only with entrepreneurs. So there's a very specific type of person that we typically work well with and they're established entrepreneurs with teams. Um, that's who we prefer to work with because we like to come in and not just support one person, but how can we support others in the company to really build this momentum of a culture of delegation? Nice. And what would you say is, I'll ask this question to both of you and we'll start with Emily. What's your number one tip for 
communicating with like ongoing communication with a remote executive or if you're an executive, a remote assistant, what's your number one tip for staying connected in the remote work world? Um, I feel like we do this really well. I don't know if there's any better way to do it than how we do it. Um, we use Slack and we use zoom. So all of our meetings are always on video. So we've been really strict about that so that we're seeing each other. Um, we do weekly huddles with our team. So the whole team shows up and there's a formula format that we follow for that. We do weekly, they work in small teams. So they have weekly zoom meetings together. Um, what am I missing? We have monthly team trainings. We have state of the company, which is coming up um, at our company where we kind of share where we've been, where we're at, where we're going. Um, so there's a lot that we do probably more than you would see in a regular office setting, simply because we're remote just to keep the relationships going. But Eileen has been working on a ton of fun stuff. So I'll let her share more. Nice. Well, I will, I will say to answer that question, like to me that that visual being able to see each other makes all the difference in a remote setting. Otherwise you can definitely feel isolated. But when I think about what's most important when we're communicating with the entrepreneurs we support, it's having real clarity around their vision and where they're going. Um, and if we don't have that, that face-to-face -face doesn't matter almost because we're just kind of out in the abyss trying to figure it out. So we work really hard with the entrepreneurs we support to make sure we're really clear on the direction um, where they're headed um, because otherwise nothing else matters, you know, in terms of communication. So, nice. yeah. What about for delegate solutions? What's your five year or 10 year plan? Like do you want to support hire more assistance? Do you want to get more um, and support more executives? Do you want to do a lot more with the training and build that out as a, a large portion of it? What's kind of your vision? So our vision is all about giving entrepreneurs back time. And so there's sort of a key metric that we are building towards. It's our BHAG and it's a compilation of our service, our training, and God knows what else we're going to do to help people free up their time. So, you know, we're aspiring towards just a master goal of time freed up for leaders. Awesome. But I'm, I'm really excited about the work we're doing on the training side. And I'm also excited about a lot of ideas that I have for the service side and that we've gotten from a lot from our team members too, that have a lot of great ideas of things we can do, but you know, we're, uh, a very um, regimented group. We run on EOS. So, you know, we're 90 day sprints. We have a 10 year vision, three year, one year quarterly. Like it's pretty regimented for, for an entrepreneurial company, but it's what keeps us healthy and strong. I think is we're all on the same page of where we're going. What does it mean that we're getting there? You know, hmm. from metrics and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, Really appreciate you guys being on the show. Cool, cool story with Delegate Solutions. Um, what's one thing, you know, you just imagine thousands of assistants listening to this while they're doing dishes or driving to work or whatever. What What's one thing that you would want to leave with them today or encourage or challenge them 
with uh, today? And I'll start with Eileen. Gosh. Um, oh, you had to start with me and I wasn't ready. I can, <laughs> um, I can go first. Yeah, yeah, Emily, if first. Emily's ready, let's do it. Um, I would say that your work matters um, and your work makes other people better. And um, I just remember like when I was an assistant and I, I've, Eileen's probably heard this story like many times, but like when I was an assistant, I was like, I love being backstage. Like I love all the, you know, making it someone else, you know, making someone else really successful. And, and I always thought like, that's where I would stay. And then when I really sort of discovered, no, I'm an entrepreneur, like it was a total reversal. So like, you know, just believe in what you're doing, believe that it makes a difference, believe that, um, you know, your work is as important to the person with all the big ideas, because without the execution that you bring, that skill set, nothing gets done or nothing gets done well. So like take a lot of pride in what, in what you're doing professionally. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll probably echo a lot of what Emily said, but I always think back um, when I was leaving graduate school, our professors told us if you make friends with anyone in the office, it has to be the assistant. <laughs> they are the leader. They make everything happen, which is probably why your work resonates with me, Jeremy, because at the end of the day, um, they're the glue keeping everything together. And so um, assistant, the work assistants do is really important to elevate and leverage um, the businesses they work for. And um, not they, they shouldn't take that for granted um, because it, it's heavy and important work. Yeah. Well said. Very true. <laughs> awesome. Well, where can people reach out and find out more about Delegate Solutions? Yeah. Um, DelegateSolutions.com. And all of our info is on the webpage. Um, if you head over in the navigation, um, there's a drop down for training. And that's where you find a lot of the stuff, the newer things that we're working on in the training and development side of things that we're really excited about. Perfect. And I'll put the all the links in the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 193. And yeah, Emily and Eileen, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. Please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullos.com